You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of Honest AF Show with Barbara Ann Wild and Daniela Clark. We are again recording remotely, and we're we're finally, I think, going to actually be able to complete an episode because we are having, we've had a lot of technical difficulties, but good morning, Daniela. Good morning, my friend. I miss you so much. It's so nice I'm, to hear your voice. I love your voice so much. Oh, thank you. you. You're about the only one. The rest of my family are ready to not hear my voice anymore. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> everyone's ready for social distancing to be over. I want to like Aside of see, like I told you the other day when we we were texting, I said, I really have found that this time period for me has made me reevaluate the people that I really want to spend time with when this is all over. And I'm like ready to take a sabbatical to, you know, a vow of silence somewhere. How are you doing, hon? <laughs> we might have to send you to a retreat after this where you, yeah, the- you do that. You can take a whole vow of silence. I think it's somewhere in France. You can do that. Yeah, there in the in the Alps. I know that there's uh, there's one. Actually, it was really funny. A couple years ago, or actually quite a few years ago now, Sharon Osborne called us and said, um, "Would Zach have any interest in doing this reality TV show where we send him to uh, where is it that the Dalai Lama it, um, got sent to from Thailand?" Um, oh going to lose my train of thought here. Um, anyway, and they would send him out for a vow of silence and leave him by himself, kind of like a survivor, but him by himself. And Zach was like, sure, I'll do it. I'll just have the Navy special ops come and save me. I was just like, oh my God. But yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to, to hit the, I don't know, somewhere very far away because I don't know about you, but this is turning everyone that I know crazy. And I am, I am like, wow, were you always this crazy or am I just now realizing it? I'm, I'm definitely noticing um, that people are really starting to lose it right now. I mean, I think it's been what, about a month now. Yeah. And um, a lot of my friends, like, I think I was on, I was on the phone last night uh, talking to a few of my girlfriends who were just crying who just are, are, are losing their shit. It's, and I think it what's, it's really hard on, on people that are, um, like for instance, for Gilby, it's been kind of easy. He's doing the same thing he always does. He just kind of tinkers around in the garage and, um, he kind of self-isolates anyway between being in the garage and being in the studio or being on tour. But, uh, I think for people that are used to being on the go and that are really leading very fast paced lives. Um, this is a huge shock to their system. And especially people that are alone, that are not married, that don't have families and people living with them. This is extraordinarily difficult and isolating and lonely. And so I think some people are just really, um, losing it, getting really, really sad and being very lonely. I totally agree. I mean, Zach is the same like Gilby. I mean, 
his lifestyle hasn't changed very much in the in every sense except he's relaxed more than he's ever has. I mean, he's like I said to you, he's on a couch tour. He goes from couch to couch and he's loving every minute of it. I mean, he's been touring nonstop for I don't know, the last decade. So he's like, I love this. I love every minute of it. But both of us are a little sad that we're not getting to see our older children. I This is going to be the first holiday since my kids were born that I'm not with them, that we're not doing an Easter egg hunt this weekend. Um, it's really, that is really tough. And, um, you know, other than that, I'm okay with it all. But I just... I I guess I never realized how much I loved my freedom. I feel like I'm on house arrest without, you know, have committing any crimes that I know of. Um, but it's it's just you know it feels like we've all been sentenced to to something. I mean, in a way, trying to draw the positive out of all this. I've been reading so much about how this has been so good for the planet and so good for the pollution and. Um, so good for so many things, you know, in nature and agriculturally. And I was thinking, you know, it would be great, although I don't know if we'll ever get anyone to uh, embark on this, but it would be so great if even if it was twice a year or what, you know, four times a year, if we did this as a planet. And I, I wonder how much better it would be you know, to slow climate change a little. Um, that has been the only light in the tunnel and, and, you know, but it's so eerie seeing like news and seeing like no one on the streets in New York and no cars on the freeway in LA. And it's just so bizarre. It's, it's just been the weirdest time period, I think for all of us. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's very, very eerie. Um, I, I also think like we're, you know, we're very fortunate in the sense that um, we we live in Los Angeles, so all of us drive. So if we really need to go out and get food, get groceries, we can drive to the grocery store and we can go get what we need. Um, Frankie was talking to her girlfriend who lives in New York last night and they don't drive in New York. They take public transport, which you can't take now. So oh, how right. do they get to the grocery store? They have to walk everywhere and they can't carry very much to take home with them. So they, you know, they really rely on takeout. Um, they can't just walk out and walk anywhere. So it's just, it, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are so difficult for so many people. Just trying to keep ourselves busy is, for me, not that difficult because I always find so much to do around the house. And for me, this has actually been a nice way for me to kind of unwind and slow down a little bit. <laughs> so I, I, I'm actually okay uh, emotionally with it. And of course, you know, other than, you know, being worried about, you know, what other people are going through and how, you know, difficult this is for most people and how sad it is for some families. And just, you know, thinking about the fact that some people are so sick in the hospital, some people are dying and their families can't even be there to um, say goodbye to them. is just absolutely 
devastating and heartbreaking. Yeah, it's it's that aspect of the whole thing has given me a little bit of PTSD because mm-hmm. um I you know, I had the same experience with when my mom passed. I wasn't there. I got a phone call. Um it was you know, so hard. So I can't even imagine, especially like the way people are dying from this is so difficult. I mean, I can't even imagine what it feels like not to be able to breathe. I had this, I believe, I'm pretty positive that I have, and I've had this wicked cough for the last month and a half. And I know you've had a cough for, gosh, what, five months? And it is mm-hmm. so crazy to think that like you're trying to gasp for air and you'd want to, you know, hold the hand or look into the eyes of the people that you love and and no one's with you. I mean, that's that's so so sad and I was reading these articles of how these nurses are these like guardian angels for these people because they're the last people that are with some of some of um the victims of of this COVID-19 and it's it's so beautiful to think that these people are just angels. I mean, there's no other word for them. And, you know, um, it just, this whole time is, you know, maybe there's a big ulterior design here going on, something that we don't have any control of to make us sit back and think like we have, I do believe there's a lesson here and, you know, maybe we're supposed to reflect on all the things that we value and the things that we shouldn't value and how we're just completely being robbed of our real heart and our soul by all of these like distractions. So now we're having to sit with ourselves and, and hopefully a couple of people that we love or, or maybe, maybe by ourselves and just really reflect on what it is that is important. So in in that sense, I mean, this podcast, even though it's, you know, lighthearted and it's, you know, just all about making people laugh and making, our, you know, entertaining ourselves and, and having, you know, people enjoy our mm-hmm. connection because it's so special, you know, it's been it's been such, I think, you know, I thought of it as something that was just so novel and, and just lighthearted, but it's, it's become like really important and special to me. I'm okay. This, this is something that I don't want to lose in my life. So I hope you guys keep listening because it's just been, you know, it's been the light in my life right now. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's definitely given me something to look forward to and it's nice to have an outlet where we can communicate. It's kind of weird. We've all gone back to basics and, and that's the one thing with this is it's been the great equalizer. None of us really are, you know, running out to go shopping or care about anything crazy big right now. We're all just, you know, everybody just wants to stay healthy and, um, and do the best that they can to keep themselves and their family together and entertained and, and fed and, and, you know, and, and comfortable. So everybody's just gone back to basics. Yeah. And, and you know, what's um, also I, I have found interesting is I thought about this, like from back in the day, like how important entertainers are and musicians, as well as you know, obviously not, not, not in the same realm as like nurses and doctors and everybody else, but entertainers and musicians and 
those kind of people also actors. play a big role in this. Be- hot actors for sure. <laughs> and, um, but they're all play an important role. <laughs> um, <laughs> hot actors in kilts, to be specific. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but they all play an important role in this because, uh, you know, we all need some kind of distraction and entertainment as well. So that's been kind of interesting. It just actually just the other night, Gilby and Frankie were um, asked to do a live stream for um, to benefit music cares for a bunch of, you know, out of work musicians, because a lot of people obviously are suffering from being out of work. And um, some of them are musicians that just kind of work from gig to gig. And so they did this uh, live stream um, event online, which was so cool because they rehearsed for three days in the studio in our house, which kept me entertained. Yeah, that's <laughs> so great. So for three days, I, I just kind of sat around and watched them rehearse. Yeah, I watched it um, on YouTube through We Are Here, H-E-A-R. And um, I was so funny. I was logging on a couple times and I'm like, why can't I get on? It keeps telling me, you know, it's not the 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 address is not found. And I was spelling here, H-E-R-E, not H-E-A-R. But then I finally found them and I got to see them jam a little bit. And Gilby answered a bunch of questions and I thought it was great. So, so such a great thing to do. And that cause is amazing. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And uh, they, they really got to connect with um, the listeners, which was fun. People got to ask some really cool questions of them. It was really cute. I mean, the reception was, was dodgy and the sound was dodgy because we live up in the hills and it was raining that day. And so the internet was super dodgy, but it was, it was still kind of fun to, um, just have, you know, have some entertainment and sit around and get to watch them. And it distracts you for about an hour anyway. And, um, and then Frankie's doing another one on Friday for um, a magazine called Alice Magazine that asked her to do it. So she's going to do another one. So I'm excited because today I get to watch her rehearse again. Oh, and then fun. she's doing it a little later on this afternoon. And nothing makes me happier than watching that kid sing her songs. So that's been really cool. Yeah. And then, like you said, the podcast has just been so, so fun for me. And now I feel like is a really good time for everybody to kind of shoot a bunch of questions to us and we can kind of get to them, you and Barb, and answer all the questions of um, that people have been asking that they've, you know, kind of wanted us to talk about. That brings me to one that I thought was so interesting and made me think. Someone had asked us, what is the first thing you're going to do when this is all over? Have you thought about that at all? Hmm. No, I haven't. But I guess I think the first thing I would do when this is all over is I would probably ha- uh, have a bunch of friends over. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I don't I'm know. Thinking Go back I'm thinking I'm going to the to the closest med spa as I could possibly get to and groom, start going back into all of this. I've been doing lots of lots of research for Honest AF Show. I'm constantly getting packages and it's so exciting. I got to know my UPS man and my FedEx <laughs> driver. I'm like, oh, I'm looking so forward to seeing them. <laughs> it's like getting a, a letter in prison or something. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel the same way. And whenever, whenever, whenever UPS comes to the door, I'm like, well, hello, hello. I want to stay a while. Would you like a cup of tea? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I need a manicure, a pedicure. And, uh, I need so much. I need a facial. I need some, I need a microfacial. I need, um, uh, oh God, so much stuff. I would, I would, I would love to get all that done, but, um, yes. So let's see. That's a good question, but is that what you would do? Um, grooming would definitely be high up there on my list. Well, the first thing I would do is, you know, get together with my older two kids that I'm not going to see. Actually, I told them last night, listen, the Easter bunny is still coming and they will be in a car and do a drive by with your Easter basket. So I'm going to get to see my kids this weekend from a distance. Um, Jesse has had um, a two people that he worked with on the East coast. And he said a third person, all of them in their fifties have succumbed to this virus. So he is like, no way, mom, I love you and dad. And I don't think you're old, but I'm not taking any chances of, you know, I live in LA proper and I don't want anything to happen to you guys. So the first thing I would do would be like, tell my children they're coming home or we're meeting them somewhere. And I would just like, you know, squeeze the heck out of them. But other than that, after that, I'd be like, okay, guys, I love you. But now I'm heading <laughs> to, you know, downtown LA to the things we do. And I have to, I have a long meeting with nurse Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, you do. And I'm coming with you and I'm not taking no for an answer. Little, yes. little miss nurse Vanessa is going to have to move over and give me some room. <laughs> oh my God. She, it, she's just been so entertaining through this whole thing. I'm like watching her Instagram and, and trying to practice some of her tutorials and stuff. Um, but she's been a lot of fun. It's been a, it's been an, it's been a bright light in, I found that she's someone that I like even more through this whole thing. So that's, that's a bonus. Yeah, totally. I love her um, when she does all her um, live Instagrams. Those are really fun because you can really get to learn a lot about all the different procedures that they offer and get her honest opinion, which is nice. There's a question that Ginny B18 on Instagram asked us and said, what changes have you had to make in your beauty routines because of the pandemic? Um, What have you changed, Daniela? Well, I think honestly, over the, over the, the pandemic, I had the one thing that's really changed, which is obvious is obviously we can't go anywhere to do anything. So you can't right. really get your, uh, uh, nails done. Um, so basically I just have been, you know, doing my own nails, clipping, filing, and just clear coating it because I know painting my nails is not going to look good. So just a nice clean, clean, clear coat. Um, over both toenails and my hands. Um, And then just taking actually the time to explore all the different products that I have that I haven't had time to do, like doing masks, uh, definitely taking much longer baths and um, taking the time to actually exfoliate as much as I want. And um, my, both my body 
and my face and doing masks, which a lot of the times I just don't have time to do all of that because I'm really busy and I'm jumping in and out of a shower or jumping in and out of a bath or, you know, this time because I have the time to do it. Um, I think that's been the big difference for me. How about yeah, you? That's tr- true for me as well. And then, you know, doing, I mean, I've always, I've always tinkered with color. I've always done hair color, but my colorist sent me my formula, um, with a really cool kit and, you know, everything I need to do my roots. So, um, I ventured and have done it once. I'm probably going to be ready to do it again soon. Um, and it's worked out great. So I'm doing that. Although there is nothing like, having it done for you. So, um, I will go back to having it done for myself, um, by my girl, Kylie Porter, uh, Kylie Potter, excuse me, um, at Salon Republic in Santa Clarita, who's amazing by the way. Um, but I will absolutely, um, I've been doing it myself and it's been, it's been pretty good. I've been able to see, um, what's a little too light for me. And then her formula is a little bit adjusted from what I thought it would be. So that's been kind of interesting. Um, and I've been perfecting my skills as far as hair color goes. Um, I've been doing the same as you. I've been going in my, uh, beauty cabinet and, you know, I have this plethora of products that I have never had a chance to go through because I, you know, I've been using my same, what I try to do really is use my products through a cycle until they're done. And then I will try and see if there's something else that I want to try and see if I like it better. And so I've been doing that and I found two things. One, um, Estelle from Jofra, Estelle Day from Jofra Cosmetics gave us, um, an incredible amount of Jofra products and, I saw on her Instagram a couple days ago that she was doing the volcanic mask that Joffer has. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to go back in that bag of all that stuff she gave me and see if she gave it to me because I didn't recall seeing it. And I did it the other day. I first did it as the direction suggested by doing it as just like an exfoliating scrub. And then the next night I did it for the 20 minutes and just let it soak in while I was taking a bath. And oh my God, that product is incredible. Have you tried that one, Daniela? Yes. It's actually one of my favorites of theirs is the, is that mask. Um, and I've tried it both ways too. I love it. I think it is an incredible, incredible mask. My skin looked so good afterwards. The other product that I really love of theirs, which is so surprising to me because I don't usually love mascara is their mascara. Their mascara is so good. It is so good. And it's all about the way that it, um, the way that you apply it, their application, um, is amazing because you can really get, um, down really low into your lash line and thicken that up as you go up to the rest of your lashes. And then that little ball on, on the end of the wand is amazing at separating, which I, I I always wear mascara, don't get me wrong, but I find that a lot of mascaras are either too clumpy. They're either clumpy or they flake on your face or they have all kinds of issues or they don't make you, they don't make your lashes thick or long enough. 
this does everything that I don't like about other mascara. All the things I don't like other, about other mascaras, this does wonderfully. So I really highly recommend the Jaffra mascara and the Volcanic Mask is truly one of my favorites, favorite, favorite products of theirs. Um, but I have to digress just a second because I, I forgot one of the biggest things that have changed for me is waxing because oh. um, I like to go and get my, uh, you know, this is going to be way too much information, wait, <laughs> but, but I like to go get my situation waxed. And um, so because of all of this, I obviously haven't been able to. One of our listeners sent me this long um, story, and it's a pretty sordid story of how um, during this quarantine, she hasn't been able to go get a wax either. And like me, that's a, um, that's a big deal for her. She likes to do that. And so she likes to use a product called, I think it's called MJoy. Um, I think I shared this uh, um, story with you. Barb, um, it's, I think I it's called Enjoy. And, um, she likes to, um, she shaves her legs with this and it works great. So she thought she would try it on her situation and, oh <laughs> my God, um, does not sound like a good idea at all. <laughs> it sounds like it became, uh, um, almost became a major, a major catastrophic event, um, so I would not recommend using that. Um, I recommend just doing, um, doing it the old fashioned way. You can either shave, which is what I prefer to do right now, um, which is not ideal, but it's better than nothing. Or you can just go the seventies route and just let it go <laughs> and be all natural. Um, because <laughs> I think uh, doing Mjoy uh, is going to uh, be a really bad situation on your situation, or even waxing could be really bad if you're not a professional waxer. I can imagine that going awry also. So either let it go on natural, kids. I don't think most guys care one way or the other, um, or um, shave it which is what oh, I, I, I As far as guys go, I told Zach the other night, you need to groom that situation going on down there. So here's a, sh here's, here's a razor. Knock yourself out in the shower, buddy, <laughs> because, you know, I mean, he, I can't get him off of me since this, since this whole social distancing. I'll tell you right now, be careful what you wish for people. I wish for two things. I like I said in the last podcast, <laughs> I like candles for purpose. And one thing I said was, please let time go a little slower because I feel like it's going too fast. Got that wish. And I'm so sorry because it's my responsibility. I did this to all of us. I, I really apologize. And the other thing that I was wishing for was that, you know, Zach and I would be getting it on more often and that our sex life would be like really super like happening and experimental and that, oh my God, I cannot get this man away from me. It is insane. I'm like, Zach, we have two children. You're going to have to at least wait until they go to bed. <laughs> he is like, he's, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm like making sure that I'm not lighting, you know, candles that have pheromones. I'm trying really hard to like have my hair up in a knot and I'm so not trying to put it out there. <laughs> 
I can be wearing like the most ripped, ragged. And he's like, oh my God, that shirt, those underwear. Oh my God. I'm like, Zach, please stop. I'm like, go away. So I'm I'm very sad that I uh I I spawned this whole thing going on. I'm like, dear Lord, what's going on? Now I'm just gonna have to go light a red candle that I I'm on top of him the way he's been on top of me. But I told him the other day, I'm like, listen, there's a forest going on down there. You better shave that shit because I'm not going there until you take care of it. So you better manscape a little bit there, buddy. It's going to have like a. a, a, a <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'm, I'm going to I think I have some purposes for you. I have some purposes for you to light for sure. I'm going to give you some purposes. Uh, you got it. I will do it. Um, but you know, the other thing I was thinking about too, is like, I read this interesting thing the other day that said for introverts, this whole thing has been so traumatizing because we're on camera more than we've ever been in our life. So as you can see, I'm saying we, I'm quite an introvert in, in a lot of ways. I know I'm not shy and I know that I, you know, can be friendly and I, I meet people easily and stuff, but I'm my heart of hearts. I'm very introverted. And I, this whole being on zoom and camera constantly has been a total struggle for me and a total trip. And I mean, that's another reason why I love the podcast so much because it doesn't include being on camera, but I found myself needing to be a lot for meetings and even when we did the Instagram live. And so then I remembered I had this incredible product that I always use on Zach before he goes and does any kind of um, video or television. Um, And it's by Makeup Forever and it's the HD high definition elixir. Just put a few drops on this after your serums and moisturizers before any kind of, if you use any kind of tinted moisturizer or before you use any foundation. And this stuff really helps to filter that camera just a little bit. And I just feel like that is something that I've changed in my beauty routine. I wouldn't normally use this um, because I'm not usually on camera, but I found that this stuff is is the real deal. It's really great. Oh, that sounds amazing. I think I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll send you a picture have, and I'll put it up on social. Let's see. What other questions that can you think of that were good ones that you'd like to um, discuss? You and I both like the one from Kaylee of, of, of Vemo. Um, I know Kaylee for a long time. She's an absolute doll. She used to live in Southern California and she moved to Norway. She met the love of her life, got married, moved to Norway with her baby. So she's especially missing her family in California. And she asked us, um, both of you beautiful ladies are mommies. What beauty advice do you have for first-time mommies that are trying to fit a beauty regimen okay. into their busy schedules? And I thought, wow, you know, I remember those days putting the <laughs> – one of the things I used to do, especially with Sabbath, was I'd put the baby swing right near the shower and I'd jack that thing up for the 30 minutes and I'd jump in the shower and I'd try to do everything while he would yep. just be swinging back and forth. Um, that's one thing that I did. Um, what about you, Daniela? Can you think of anything? Yeah. Gilby and I used to use that swing just to get some, uh, alone mommy and daddy time. <laughs> we Eight used to night. put her in the swing. I'd be like, okay, quick, quick, quick. You have 30- <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, quick. You have 30 minutes. Hurry up, hurry up. 
That's so funny. But um, that- yeah, I think um, it, it's so hard when you're a new mommy to um, carve out some time for yourself, but you really need to get that time. And I think the best time is uh, um, some beauty rest as well. Is that when they're napping, that was the best piece of advice, of advice I ever got was, you know, when your baby's napping, when your kids are sleeping, that's when you should take your nap. And that there is no better beauty advice than taking that that 20 minute beauty nap, because that really helps us. Cause I know a lot of mommies are always just exhausted. Um, and that can really wear on your skin and do some trickery on you. Without a doubt. And the other thing I was thinking of too, is that I've noticed just for this, not really so much about being a mommy, but it is, it is hard to have any time for yourself anyway, and to make things, um, go a little bit easier for me. And she also asked us about hair um, and, you know, um, saying that we both have amazing hair and, and how do we, mm-hmm. you know, what what do we use or whatever. So one of the things I found, which is kind of answers your question, uh, Kaylee, in, two, in twofold is I try to wash my hair, um, blow dry it and curl it, which I do once a week. I have to be honest, I don't wash my hair very often at all. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's been growing like a weed and it's super strong and healthy. Um, but one of the things that I like to do is wash my hair before I go to bed. Um, when everyone's asleep, I'll jump in the shower. I wash my hair, I blow dry it, I'll curl it, and then I'm good to go for a week. So that allows me to get that grooming in. And basically I wake up and fortunately, you know, my hair isn't crazy. You might want to sleep on a silk pillowcase if you are one of those people that wakes up with insane hair because the silk pillowcase really does keep it, you know, it keeps, it really does keep the integrity of the style. But I found that that is a way that I can get in my hair time because it's a lot of hair and it's long and it requires some time. So I try to do that when everybody's sleeping and I find that that really works. And it's also washing my hair once a week. Um, I do love Kerastase products, Kaylee. Um, they're a little expensive, Probably not so much for you in Norway because they're they're L'Oreal products. They're based out of uh, France, and so they're a lot less expensive in Europe. In America, uh, Karastas is a premium brand, but in Europe, they're they're found in almost every drugstore, and they are incredible. I right now I love uh, the Fluid Elixir. It smells divine, and it has made my hair. It's with argan oil and macadamia nut oil. Smells amazing, and it has had my hair in the best shape ever. And then, of course, you know I get the ends dusted or trimmed. Um, every other time that I get color, and that will be another thing that I do as soon as I can get back in to see Kylie. Yeah, I agree with you. Kerastase is my favorite product. I use their Beach Wave um, product, and I just That's spray it so in after good. I wash my hair. I get out of the shower or out of the tub, and at, right after I wash my hair, I I just spray it in there and brush my hair out, spray that in, give it a little zhuzh, and that's it. I walk out. I don't even blow dry my hair because my hair has natural wave. So I like to kind of um, accentuate that with the Kerastase Beach Wave product. And, um, And the other thing I really like to use because from years and years of coloring my hair, um, my hair is, gets very dry. So I, 
swore by um, Philip B hair oil, which I just love. It smells amazing. And it's really great to just kind of smooth out your hair and give it that, you know, youthful kind of shine so that it's not frizzy and dry looking. I know a lot of people color their hair and the hair gets really dry. This will take care of that. And you don't need very much. You put just a couple drops in your hands, rub your hands together and rub it through all your ends. If your um, roots are also dry, you can also run it through your roots. But it's great. It's a great, great product to smooth your hair and give it that nice, youthful shine. Um, that is my favorite. My favorite shampoo and conditioner is Olaplex right now. And I think that that's like... Um, oh, it's great stuff. That was something I just never really thought about was Olaplex is great. And it's really good to use. If you are a person that colors your hair, it's really important that you use shampoo and conditioner for color treated hair. Um, that's also a big, um, a big part of, um, taking care of your hair. Um, well, it's so, yeah, funny too, the because hair oil, the Kerastase beach waves and the Olaplex. I turned, uh, on. Estelle onto Olaplex because there is a professional grade of Olaplex that colorists put in the color when they're bleaching or highlighting your hair and it will protect the integrity of your hair. It'll keep it from breaking. And, um, Noel Stephanie, um, on Instagram also said hair care secrets and anything for thinning hair. You both have beautiful hair. So, um, Noel Stephanie, one thing I will say is if you are a person that colors your hair, ask your beautician, um, when this is all over and you could go back to getting your hair done to, um, add Olaplex or I know Schwarzkopf has their own version of it. Um, I'm sure many, um, lines do now, but it literally has keratin and probably protein of some sort. I'm not positive about that to protect your hair from breakage and falling. And as far as thinning hair goes, what's interesting is I can answer this question a little bit because, um, maybe five years ago, and I don't know if it was related to, um, giving birth to Sabbath, because when I was pregnant with him, my hair grew so long and it was so thick and insanely healthy. But after he was born, I don't know if it was that hormonal change you go through, my hair started shedding and it started breaking. And I had, um, a kind of a bad mishap with a colorist that I don't usually use. Um, that really thrashed my hair. And my girl at the time, uh, Kayla Howell, um, hi, Kayla. Uh, she moved to Nashville since, but Kayla is amazing. And Kayla was trying to resurrect my hair. And both of us were like, what is going on? And I ended up getting tape in extensions for um, two years while my hair was growing back because I've always had long hair. It was so depressing to me and I was so sad and it was, they are incredible. They don't, you know, they don't hurt the integrity of your natural hair at all. Your hair can grow while they're taped in. And, um, now my hair is my own, but I would have, I was really, it really helped me. So as far as thinning hair goes, if you could also, um, get tape in extensions, they are incredible. And then also, um, there's two products that, or, or one's a procedure and one's a product that I'd highly recommend products. Um, Viviscal 
has those hair care vitamins. They're, they're proven to work. Um, they are incredible. If you order them through Amazon, you are able to get the professional grade ones. They're white. They're called, they're, they're professional. If you get them at the food store or the drug store, you can get the one, the pink box, which all the models recommend, uh, Viviscal it's in the, um, the pink box is for uh, both genders. They have a, a gray box, which is considered for men. It has different configurations and formulas, but the white one that you could get through Amazon or if you're a professional beautician or know someone, the professional ones are incredible. I have had Zach on a diet of them and we all know his hair is crazy gorgeous. Um, and then the other thing I would say is that that PRPM or that PRP treatment and the micro um, needling that we've talked about several times, you can do that for your hairline. Um, make sure you find a really good um, practitioner, um, whether it's an esthetician or a dermatologist or a nurse, um, and go and have a PRPM or PRP. It's called different things by different um, doctors and nurses, but they take, they separate, they, they draw your blood, they separate the plasma and they get the protein rich plasma from your blood. And then they inject it back into your scalp and around your hairline and anywhere that you feel you're thinning. And it's you, both women and men I know do it. And I've seen incredible results. Uh, it really, really works. And, um, those are two things that, that Noel that I know of that I would highly recommend. Yep. Those are great. And you know what? Speaking of hair, let's see, we have another question. Uh, someone asked Daniela, what is your best memory of being with the other GNR girls? Stephanie Seymour, Renee Hudson, Linda McKagan, Kai Sorum, and Lisa Reed during the stadium era of GNR. Um, well, Speaking of hair, um, I remember this one particular time. Actually, I have so many stories, but um, uh, this one particular time, <laughs> Axel was um, with Stephanie Seymour. And for those of you who don't know, just a gorgeous supermodel. And um, at that time, we were on tour and we were all up all night till about... I don't know. We used to stay up to like seven, eight o'clock in the morning and, uh, uh, go back to the hotels like when it was daylight. And, uh, we all were up all night having a good old time. And then we didn't even have time to go back to the hotel and freshen up. We had to go straight, um, to the airport and get on a flight and leave to go to another country. And, I remember looking like a drowned rat. I, my hair was a mess. I had, uh, the previous night's makeup and eyeliner running down my face. And I mean, did not look my best at all. Slept in eyeliner, messy hair everywhere. I mean, at least I was young, but, um, <laughs> we were walking up the stairs to the plane and, and I turn around and I look and Stephanie Seymour is standing behind me and not a stitch of makeup on her face, nothing. And just a pair of dark sunglasses. And she had this 
thick, shiny, gorgeous mane of hair. And it was just all pulled back in a messy chignon. And she's walking up the stairs looking like a million bucks. With, and, and one of the things that stood out to me was how shiny and beautiful her hair was because she, we all looked a wreck. We all looked like we'd all been <laughs> run over by trucks and she comes walking on just gorgeous, just absolutely perfect. Um, so that was, um, at, which, you know, was always, uh, a, a thing for me was that they were, you know, at that point her and all her supermodel girlfriends were hanging out a lot. And, um, you know, that was, uh, uh, difficult. And then, uh, and then, oh my God, when I got, when I was, uh, pregnant with our daughter, Frankie, I was nine months pregnant and going in for an, an ultrasound to see what day I would be actually delivering because I was getting ready to bust. And I felt like a beached whale at that point. Um, <laughs> at that time, Axel, uh, decided, <laughs> he decided to, uh, film another one of their, um, videos. And, um, there were going to be supermodels in that video. And I was just like, Oh God, why, why me? Why do they have to have supermodels and be around supermodels right now? when I look like this. So, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was my thing. Then the supermodels and for all were, of you uh, ruining my life at that point. Yeah. Okay. So for all of you that don't know, Daniela has many cameos in the November rain video. Uh, you're hardly not a sight for sore eyes there, Mrs. I mean, come on now. You, I, I have told you this from the very first time I met you. The only thing a supermodel has on you is six inches. Other than that, you're right along there with them. So I, you know, well, I'm finding, I'm finding all of that very hard to believe. The only thing that you don't have aside of the six inches that they have is you're not a crazy nut. You're not, you don't drink, you don't do drugs. You're not crazy ass. They're <laughs> all crazy asses. So I'm sorry, I'm going there. And as far as, um, <laughs> no one asked me because they know Zach played with Ozzy in that era. And as you know, Ozzy's a worldwide phenomenon and a super incredible. I mean, to me, he's the biggest rock star on the planet, but Ozzy's not known to hang out with supermodels. So we haven't really ever, I, the only thing that I was buying for attention with back then was, you know, a bunch of dudes in black t-shirts and black eyeliner. So I, I had no, I had no worries about hanging in those crowds at all. <laughs> Lucky you, but yeah, I mean, you, you're so sweet. You, you look, you look at me through friends' eyes. I think uh, I think Gilby would probably uh, beg to differ on the on the crazy part. But <laughs> oh well. So as far uh, as see, do we have any other questions? Um, I don't know. Let's look really quick. We are so thrilled though that you guys what showed up for our Instagram live. We want to do more, and um, I hope you guys have been loving the Jillian Barbary episodes as much as I have. I mean, I listened to it the other day and I'm like, this is just the greatest thing ever. She is such an incredible force of nature. I'm so thankful that you shared her with us, um, Daniela. She's great. And I can't wait to listen to part two. Oh my God. It is one of the funniest episodes I think we've ever done. I was actually listening to it on my headphones before um, I was going to bed the other night 
And so I have my headphones in and I just keep laughing my ass off. Gilly's like, <laughs> what is so funny? Take it off your headset. And I'm like, no, I have to hear this is so fucking funny. She is hilarious. And that's the thing is every she time really her and I, is. she has never changed over the past 20 years. Every time we get together, we just laugh our asses off. She is so funny. And she's always been, she's like you in the sense, like she's always been a very girl's girl, very supportive, um, never been, you know, one to tear anybody down. She's always there for everybody. She is such a sweetheart, such a great person, just a good, solid person. So fucking funny. Yeah. And so real. I yeah. mean, yeah, just great. I love, yeah. I really, really loved her. Exactly. So if you haven't listened to part one or part two of the Jillian Barbary episodes yet, do yourself a favor and go and listen. You will get way more than a laugh or two. You'll probably pee yourself. Here's, a, here's an interesting question. A uh, little Kimmy Brown asked, what do you think of these high-waisted 80s style jeans making a comeback? Uh, since you're the denim guru, uh, Daniela, I'm going to let you answer that question. <laughs> um, well, okay. A couple things. The thing is fashion does that. Fashion is cyclical and it just goes round and round and, you know, low rise jeans will have their day in the sun again, I think. Um, but I think that the high waisted jeans can be really cute. I know guys don't like them at all. I know that they're like complete <laughs> birth control for guys. They do not like them. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put on my mom jeans today and Zach will leave me alone. Oh my God, Barb, we found the answer to get Zach to back off. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Kimmy. (laughs) Guys do not like them at all. They're definitely a trendy, fashion-y thing, but not a guy magnet whatsoever. Although I think if you wear them with like a cute little, you know, a revealing top, then they can be cute. Like with like a tight top or like a, a crop top, if you're younger and like to do that sort of thing, then it's kind of fun too. Um, I like the high-waisted jean, but I just, I, I'm very, you know, kind of, uh, um, schizophrenic with my closet. <laughs> one day I like low rise, one day I like high rise, one day I like crop jeans, one day I like long jeans. I mean, you know, I, I like it all and I like to play. I like to have fun with my clothes. So sometimes I do like the high-waisted jeans, but they have to be cut a certain way. The pockets need to be a little lower so that you don't end up with like a horse's ass with these high pockets <laughs> and make your butt look really, really big. It's funny because I love them, but if you're short-waisted so, and you have boobs, you really have to be careful, which I found out after our, our photo shoot because, you know, I love them and I think they're super, super hot, especially when they're a little bit tight, like a, like a tighter version. Um, but I am, you know, five foot two and maybe five feet of me are my boobs and I have no waist. So I found out like, my boobs were dominating all of those pictures. And I was like, okay, next time, note to self, next time we do a photo shoot and we, if we venture into the high-waisted jeans, I'm doing like a cute concert shirt with them or something, but not a tight bodysuit tucked in because, wow, my boobs, I look, you know, Dolly Parton had <laughs> nothing on me. Yeah, well, you're you're all boob. You're all <laughs> boobs. Um, but I, uh, one more thing on the... I, I, on the high waisted, 
One more thing on the high-waisted jean, though, is I think that Levi's make really great ones because what I like about the Levi's is I like their wedgie, their wedgie cuts because they kind of go up your butt a little bit, which is what Levi's are known for. And that's a little bit of a sexier touch to the mom jeans. So my opinion. Good Do tip. With it what you may. Um, and then maybe one last question. Um, some uh, Renee131 asked us, do you use CBD on your skin? You both look gorgeous. I've never used CBD on my skin. Have you? No, I haven't either. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, I know that there's a lot of uh, skincare lines that have that are CBD infused that I um, wouldn't mind trying, but um, I, I haven't tried any of them. I think the closest I've come is maybe the, um, I think, I think Josie Moran, have you ever tried her products? I think oh, she hers fab. have hemp in it, but that's about it. Yeah, I haven't tried it at all, and but I I was super curious to try the bath products because Jillian was telling us that um, she got some CBD oils that you put in the bath and that they're phenomenal. So I'm very excited to try that, but I haven't tried it all yet. Um, Renee, if you've tried, maybe you could tell us how it you know give us some recommendations because we'd love to try it. I think. Um, what do you think? Do you think we're uh, 55 minutes? I think. This might be another uh, episode of Honest AF. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're good. So um, thank you everybody for um, listening to our jibber jabber. We hope you join us again for another episode of Honest AF. And follow us on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can reach us also on our website, Honest AF Show, on all handles. And uh, keep the questions coming. We love hearing your questions, your suggestions. Um, and if you have any other ideas, we'd love it. So um, keep safe, stay well, take care of yourselves. And um, we will talk to you soon. Bye. God bless everybody. Bye. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.